it'll be fine. It'll be fine. As the executive uh, producer of the show, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be fine. Okay. You're right. My bad. You're the boss. It's time for a girl chat. Hey, time for a girl chat. It's time yeah. for a girl chat. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast today everybody we got something a little different going on today because we got a full house we got my sister here who's been on the podcast before and she is my roommate my partner in crime my best friend and we have my other best friend my college bff liddy here with us Number one college friend because I only got one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we are here and we're going to talk about all things making friends, relationships, a little bit about casual dating because she want to learn how to be a what? Pimp named Slickback. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't know if she's going to achieve that today during this conversation, but... We're just going to have fun. We're just going to do it. And so before we get too deep into the conversation, I want everybody to introduce themselves and talk a little bit about how we met, just to give the people a little context of our relationship. So whoever want to go first can go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like well, she's known you longer, right? Okay. <laughs> I am Benay, aka Nada Goddess. I met Bria from birth, you know, she was always in my life, could never get rid of her, so now we hear her, we hear right now. That's dedication, so I couldn't get I rid of her, so I, I rolled her. it out. We didn't change her phone. She's aggravating. And annoying. I love her, yes, I know you longer than you knew. Okay, okay. But, Liddy. Um, so upon my casual, uh, schooling at Johnson and Wales University in Denver, Colorado, uh, <laughs> I met Bria in a class. She was cool. I was like, oh, I like this girl. She's doing her work. She asked me questions. She pushing the conversation along. That's what I'm talking about. Cause class sucks sometimes, <laughs> but, um, I ended up getting hired as a student assistant and Bria had to train me and my old ass on how to use Canva. <laughs> and it was cool. She was good people, good vibes. We had a good time in the morning, you know. And so here we are, you know. We call each other, do our YouTube tutorials. Yes, that's our thing. We call each oh. other, just watch each other do our, do life. Look, right now she's a plant. She's keeping her baby alive. Y'all look good today. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, but you're not ready for this one. What? Look how big this thing is. Here for it. You're thick, girl. You look good. (laughs) I would just like to note that Lydia and I only knew each other for like maybe two months. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because when the panoramic happened and we, the school shut down, we was like, damn. Yeah, we decided and we chose to stay in each other's lives so i would just say longevity i thought y'all was friends from the jump yeah long like we were how long you know people don't matter like we ain't know each other that long one of your first friends you met no that was the last friend i met (laughs) 
Oh, but that's a great segue into our topic today, just about like how to make friends, relationships, and like putting yourself out there and just, you know, navigating newness when it comes to like meeting people. And so I guess I'll kick off the conversation with a little question about like, how do you put yourself out there? What does that look like? Because I know we were having this conversation about casual dating and I was like, I can never just talk to somebody in the grocery store and be like, hey, I like your shoes. <laughs> like, I'm so awkward. <laughs> well, that's the thing though. Oh, <laughs> It's like, everybody, you know, feels that same feeling, right? When you like trying to like make the effort to put yourself out there. It's like, once you get over that initial hump, you just like, well, fuck it. I'm already, I'm already here. I might as well lean into it. That's <laughs> how I see it, right? You gotta like hype yourself up. You know, like if I say one word at least, you know, then this person will engage with me if they want to. And if they don't, then you know that's cool. Keep pushing. But I feel like you and I, Bria, have a very good gauge of like, you know, the vibe with people. And that helps a lot. Some people don't have that. And I think that's where a lot of the issue comes from. But mm -hmm. if you just say something. Yeah. <laughs> then you can start. You got you to gotta start. If you want to do. Say something. And my brain goes to, okay, well, what's the right thing to say? <laughs> you need help reaching. Like, well, see, I don't know about meeting people in the grocery store. That's wild. I mean, but, but I feel like it's like a it's almost like a game right like how can I make this an a normal thing right how can I make this as little weird as I can <laughs> and that's the game to me so like um right we were talking about how I met Monique this girl that I've been dating and she just I met her in another state at a bar I'd never been to while I was out by myself and she was with eight other lesbians. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know who's dating who. I don't know what the vibes are, but I want to meet these women. And so, yeah, I, I was reading a book at the bar and it really got under my skin. It was just some sexist man from like the 1800s. But <laughs> I brought that up with them because that's relatable, right? Like, mm -hmm. I know they won't be like, oh, he blamed the woman. That's cool. Like, because um, it's a long story you can edit this out but <laughs> in the book he like is the the second man to a prince or something and then somebody gets in trouble and the guy's like should I kill him like what should we do and he's like yeah fuck him kill him whatever <laughs> and then he comes back later in the story to be like I did it for love but the way he said it was it was because of a woman <laughs> And I just closed the book. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Men using their emotions for women to call women the emotional problem. I'm like, get out of here. So, anywho, brought that up. Start chopping it up. You got to get the whole group involved, right? You got to know, you got to know what you, how to, you got to strategize. <laughs> yeah. There was like a few things that you said that was like, okay making it as least weird as possible. Like it's just a conversation, having some common ground to stand on with people and then just like bringing the group into it. Cause I just think about, I don't know why my brain is stuck in a grocery store, but like when you check out, you have to talk to the person you're checking out with even in some form or shape. And it's like, 
you can have a really good conversation with the person you're checking out with if the vibe is right and they're like oh okay because I've had conversations like that but I'm like I don't talk to people unless I I don't have to that's cap that's cap because she talks to people and like who's checking us out she'll be like oh I like your hair I like your outfit and we'll say all this stuff and they'd be like thank you girl you just made my day and all I'm like is hey how's they going that's all I know how to say I'm very scripted with what I say I got to think about everything before I can say it and if you mess me up then I'm like I don't know what to do She asked me what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't got no, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't prepare for that. <laughs> but that also goes back to what you said. Like you were in a position to make friends. Like you was at the bar by yourself. Oh, I was looking for women. Yeah. Friends. Well, energy, just like female energy. I've been on, look, y'all, for preference, <laughs> for just to put us in the space I was in. I've been on a work trip with three men my co-workers for a month pretty much at that point and I just was tired I was like I want to be around some women some brown people some something and so I went to this bar and they showed up exactly. I was I was wanting it bad and they came I said thank you a whole group of women came <laughs> yeah listen to you they so said many that. brown lesbians they all from California and it was great and they were all good vibes everybody brought something great to the table and it was good they knew how to keep a conversation yeah I was willing to you know chop it up with them and be the stranger in the bar (laughs) that they you know like either for me it was either you know we were gonna go on and still be friends or I just really needed this energy it showed up and I had it and if it left then I was okay but what ended up happening was after, I don't know, a couple of drinks or whatever, they were like, oh, we're going to miss the yogurt place. The yogurt place is going to close. So they started heading out and nobody asked for my number. I didn't answer theirs. They didn't know my name. I didn't know their names. And they were leaving. They said bye. And it was cool. And sometimes that's just what it is. But later when I was leaving the bar, they like yelled down the street and caught me on my way to the truck. <laughs> And so, you know, when it's like that, it's like that. When people like like your energy and they want to be around it, they'll mm-hmm. be there. And that's why it makes me so sad. A lot of times when people will chase that energy, I'm like, it's not for you. It's okay. Like it was there and you enjoyed it. And sometimes you can't, you can't, you can't keep it. And that's yeah. okay. And that's okay. <laughs> I was actually going to ask y'all that question. I was like, do you feel like, do you believe that all your relationships have to be meaningful like you have to like get something out of it but I love how you were like that was just a vibe that's the experience like that's cool say thank you and keep going and create more experiences instead of like sitting on that one I feel like there's a lesson in every interaction you have with somebody yes that whether it's a lesson that's what I was gonna say that's what I don't want I will never be with somebody like that I was like okay I like this but you're not the person Mm -hmm. but the next person it's got to be on the checklist. That's what I'm talking about. And see, I know, well, both of y'all are a lot younger than me, but <clears throat> that, like, I, I feel like I realized that pretty early on, too. And that's what made, it made breakups easy, which is a, a lot of something that a lot of people get hung up on. Is like, well, you know, was it me? Was I not enough? Like, no, you everything you should be. But take this lesson and add it to everything you want to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just be like, "Oh, that was it," because you, you, what? You, you, your early twenties, holding on to you know somebody that's not even their whole self yet, 
they don't know what they doing. <laughs> like this, on to the next. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, on to the next. All right, didn't work out. Sweet. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to put it into words. It's like, all I hear is Aria Anagrana. Thank you. Next. Well, Thanks. yeah, you take Thanks. your lesson. Well, because that's the thing is, when you're in this relationship, you know, or when you're in any kind of dynamic of relationship with people, um, there's lessons. Like, they, they have something to bring that you don't, you know, quite have because we all live different realities, right? Mm-hmm. It's just when you meet somebody that maybe shares the same type of perspective that you can really vibe and get you know places together but up until then you know if you're meeting people who are like real different from you or even just a little different there's always something to take away from that relationship like like just look (laughs) We'll, we'll start when I was younger I noticed there was like in high school like (laughs) <laughs> girls are getting treated like trash <laughs> it's like what's wrong with y'all <laughs> I know that's so bad because <laughs> it was me. Like, me being a young sweet lesbian like I am from the get like I've always wanted to treat people well and like I always wanted to be a good partner and all that good stuff but even just meeting girls who weren't used to being treated well taught me something like even if I was a big lesson for them they were also a big lesson for me is like you know find somebody who wants to feel love the way that you feel love or like you yeah. know or, or can acknowledge the way that you show love some people because they never felt love that way don't know what love feels like and I know a lot of people hear that where it's like well how you know how to give love if you never had love you don't know what love is everybody loves differently and that's why you see these toxic people together and they doing great they've been together 10 years because they toxic asses work like that (laughs) and you know and if that's what's good for them you know who who are we on the outside to say unless you know there's any type of abuse happening that you know that shouldn't that shouldn't be how y'all show love like yeah it doesn't have to be like that like you know they got something that works for them yeah nobody's hurt then that's cool don't yuck somebody's yum i'm real i'm real luzzy dozzy i'm real squishy i'm sensitive i want to be i want to be like in the books in the movies like we turn up Uh on saturdays i go get you coffee i'll make you breakfast like you know and some people don't like that some people don't want to be taken care of that way don't want flowers i want me some flowers (laughs) i want some flowers Mm-hmm. you go get flowers Green yeah flowers. you can also get flowers for yourself yeah and that's what I realized if I want something I can get it for myself yeah you don't gotta wait for somebody else to give it to you like I got myself we're talking about like that. let me ask y'all something. okay ask us ask us language business mm-hmm. what, what, what would you say your love language is like gift receiving yeah. what's that gift receiving <laughs> If you want some, you get it yourself. Yeah, but I also want you to get it too. She likes the sentiment of like, mm-hmm. oh, you were thinking of me. Yeah, that's why I was curious. I was like, yeah, but like, 
would you be would it be would you be turned off if somebody went and got you something that you had already planned on getting for yourself you no I, I would mean? be grateful oh, I'd be 10 times happier than if I had to be like oh I would like this but if you just already knew in your head that I was gonna want that I'm hella picky like gift receiving is my last the last that came in fifth place for the love languages. My top two are quality time and physical touch. They tied for, you know, number one. But it's like, I'd rather you just sit on the couch and watch a movie with me. Like, and we can snuggle, eat the popcorn. I fall asleep, you know, some <laughs> cute shit like that. That's what Rio wants. That's my check for second choice. <laughs> quality time. Quality yeah. Time. What would you say yours is? To me. Well, what Kalpana is like, well, if I want to I'll get it myself, but then on the flip side, being like, but if you got it for me, then I would really love that. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's an important thing that needs to, well, right? Then that comes down to communication with your partner, right? So like you saying all the time that like, if I want it, I can go get it. Like might stifle their want to go get it for you. But if they know you, if y'all vibe, they'd be like, I know Vinay been talking about this thing. She said she's going to get it, but that was a week ago. So I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Then that's that's where y'all be like, oh, that fucker was listening. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Yeah. Us. I, I know myself. I'm going to have everything that I want in like a book. And I'm going to have it in a certain place. Okay. So that once you need it, you can just open it up. We got to give the backstory to this book. Because we love The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. And the book of possibilities, we was like, yeah. we need to have that with our partner. Where it's like, if this XYZ situation happens, this is how we are deciding to respond as a, you know, as a team, as a partnership when it comes to like, kids, finances, all, all the things that come with life. But it's like, I think you should also have a separate book for yourself but that's different we're not talking about that today we talking about and i got a book of rules too that i'm making she is the moment should we introduce the world to benayism today because she got a whole religion in my head literally she is her own spiritual (laughs) inspiration and it yeah blows my mind and it's a little aggravating sometimes because I'm like "Mm, I don't believe with everything that you're saying but benayism it works for her and i'm not trying to yuck her yum my own Bible one day bestseller too that's what I'm talking about look (laughs) put it out look I know you can make a book any any day that you want to you can make a digital book you put it out there be like hey download this thing five bucks no big deal if you want I mean I understand wanting to have a you know a product at a place that you want but that it's not it's not undoable that's for sure I think that's so, I love the way, I love where this conversation is going. So I'm just like, my producer brain, like, dang, this shit is popping. And then also I'm like trying to be present. So let me calm down a little bit as the the host. How how old are you, Benay? 19, gonna be 20 gonna be 20 gosh her birthday is December 29th Capricorn you know she not her being like send me gifts (laughs) (laughs) my paypal (laughs) what (laughs) 
Nothing. I just was thinking because, you know, we're talking about relationships and stuff and I'm like in it with this girl. I'm in it. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to say it. Don't share nothing you don't want the world to hear about. Well, yeah, no, I get that. (laughs) Well, the thing though, what makes me like laugh about it, right, is we're talking about energy and we're talking about like uh, manifesting things. And so the way I feel about manifesting that group of people, right? I didn't expect to meet, I didn't expect to like none of them. I'm just like, okay, these women showed up. That's great. Yeah. I was already talking to somebody that I thought I liked a lot. I mean, little bad John from <laughs> the Dominican Republic. She just showed up in Denver. We met on Bumble BFF. Mm-hmm. Let me say this and then re almost circle back to this. Yeah. Listen to yourself. <laughs> because we we went up, we went to meet for this Bumble BFF date. Um, at a dog park super wholesome and we vibe hard like she even said out loud to me at some point in this friend date this is a safe space and we I don't know what we're talking about I was like oh all right we here <laughs> this <Yeah. is> good <laughs> and so you know we it, it we it was good and then uh we kept in touch right and then I had to leave for work to Oregon for this work trip where I ended up meeting Monique, but um, up until I hung out with Monique, just me and her, I was so into that girl. I won't say her name, but (laughs) I was so into her. And like, I mean, like staying up all night, talking on the phone, like I'm not, look, look, it was, it was a thing. It was a thing. And I felt it. We like, she would hit me up and be like, do you want to go out and do this? Do you want to do this? Like we were on the same page. It was great. She had a dog. I will say this though. Dating somebody with bad pets is like dating somebody with bad kids. Mm-hmm. Listen to yourself. That's so good. That is what Liddy is trying to tell y'all. Trust the first instinct. Listen to so yourself. Good. Because dog is bad. I knew. Oh. <laughs> if their dog is bad, red flag well in my head I was like you're not wrong like because my brain jumped right to if we had kids together is she not gonna control these things am I the disciplinary already right I'm thinking about this because she mentioned that she might want kids I don't want kids listen to yourself (laughs) so I'm like well she still is like a maybe I'm a maybe on kids right at this point I'm like, maybe kids, but for the most part, no, like, I don't, I I don't. Yeah. But hearing her say maybe made me more of a maybe, right? But I should have listened to myself. I don't don't want no kids. We know. I got a dog. He all the kid I need. Say it again. We love (laughs) Parker. Now I'm babysitting my brother dog and I got two kids. It's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. Look, I know. Y'all on the this you know podcasts are a audio non-visual medium, but y'all these dogs they were ridiculous. Anywho, um yeah, I, I met Monique and then we hung out. I met her on a Friday, we hung out all day on Sunday, and I was like, oh, okay, this is this is the vibe that I that I want. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you know, I'm like, Liddy, relax. You just like her because she's here, and that other girl is back at home. Maybe. 
And so <laughs> we hung out again on Tuesday. We hung out again on Wednesday. And then I literally had to leave to go back home on Thursday. And in those four days, I came back home to Denver and I went to that girl's house. I was, I was stressed. <laughs> I was like, man, this is too much. I asked for, you know, the, uh, somebody that could yeah. be there for me. I need them to be there for me because Bria, we talked about some uh, personal relationship stuff before, right? Yeah. Where the relationship I was in prior to these um, two women, I didn't feel like I was receiving the type of love and the type of re reciprocity that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I asked, I wanted that. I said, I'm not going to be involved with anybody who can't give me that. And then it just came in an abundance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um, I was like, oh boy, this is bad. I got to tell this girl that I don't like her when I really, really liked her like a week ago. And yeah. that was tough. But I decided at this point, right, I'm going to listen to myself because now somebody else's feelings are at stake, right? And so I literally dropped to this girl's house to tell her I don't like her anymore. And that is what I had to say to her. We sat on her couch and I said, I don't like you because I like Monique. Mm. That was tough. That was hard. But I can tell you, I never felt more grown up. <laughs> I never felt more in control of my choices of what I wanted and like being so firm and like, I can't do this with you because I know I feel this way about her. Yeah. And so I did that and we maybe talked two times after that and no more. And I just been wrapped up in Monique since then. Hmm. And it's wild, dude. Everything that happens between us feels like it should be happening that way between us. Yeah. All because I met some strangers in a bar in Oregon. Yeah. And it's like, you weren't looking for, you wasn't looking for Monique. You wasn't. I was not. And that's the beautiful thing. I know I watch too many rom-coms, but <laughs> we all seen the movie where the girl is with the guy already, but she meet another guy and she like, oh, oh. and yeah. it's like, it's not about, oh, she, she doing a lot. It's like, she's honoring what feels right to her right now in her body. Yeah. And like, I love that for you. Because I'm hoping I can be mature enough and be in that place to be like that for some for someone. And you gotta be that for you. Like how you just said you're honoring yourself and doing what you have to do for you. Fuck everybody else. Because they don't live your, they're not in your reality. Yeah. This is your reality. You have to shape it into what you want it to be. See, that was like basically we only know about our conscience. I don't really know if she's really conscious or if it's just my conscience making up shit somebody so it's like oh you, you gotta follow your own conscience in your own heart because that's really all there is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've been trying to go by that yeah I and i remember okay so not too long ago i was chatting with this girl on i want to talk about dating apps we'll get there but Ooh. i was talking to her on hinge i think and we had stayed up all night. Okay. And first of all, I did not trust myself. I did not listen to myself when I was like, damn, it's kind of late. I should go to bed. I stayed up talking to this girl till about midnight. And anybody who know me know I'd be in the bed before 930. <laughs> and so me staying up to talk to her, I was already doing myself a disservice and not listening to my body because a girl was ready to go to sleep. I had to go to work in the morning. And I was like, no, I'm gonna give her a chance. I'm gonna just, you know, feel it out. And I was like, 
I, I've been telling myself being open to everything, any and everything is me being open to the chaos. And that whole situation is what I learned. Cause I was like, oh, okay, cool. But like my whole intention going on to hinge and meeting people was not to be in a monogamous relationship. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to get cuffed immediately, you know? And so I was just trying to, you know, casual date and just like, okay, let's go out. Let's see, let's, you know, put myself out there and catch the vibe. But I realized for the third or fourth time that dating apps are really not the way that I want to meet people. It's not for me. And I want to complete the story that I was telling. But basically after our chat, we stayed up, I go to sleep. This girl texts me. And I don't text people unless I feel compelled to respond. Like I wait until I'm in the mental headspace to respond to people. And I didn't respond to her. And you know what she sent me? She was like, oh, should I leave you alone then? I said, that's oh, something. You need to leave that manipulation at the door, girl. Get off my phone. Because when I was 19, 20, I dated this girl who used to do that. Like she'd be like, well, fine, bye. And I'd be all right, bye. Like, and she would get so and that's and then I was like why is she trying to stir the pot like I literally just talked to you and there was a lot of red flags in the conversation so I had to sit with that with her talk about some oh I should just leave you alone and then I sent her this long message telling her like this is how I'm feeling like I don't even think it's a good thing like I don't even think we should be friends she's like oh I thought we were just going to be friends but I was like that's not my intention going on here I wasn't looking for new friends my friends are fucking dope and I'm not looking for new friends you. if you're watching this she did not need you <laughs> okay 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 well that's the thing right you don't you don't need anybody to, yeah. to, to be your constant right you are your constant tell us you need, you need if I'm if if I'm being honest I feel like and this has been said to me by a close friend we're not friends anymore he said to me one time that I he felt like I felt that people were disposable and it kind of hurt my feelings but I hear him right but the way I look at it is people aren't disposable people are in your lives for different reasons yeah and if you aren't fitting into what I need you to fit into into my life my whole existence then then I will put you where I need to put you and you do the same for me I expect you to follow through with that for yourself also (laughs) yeah it's basically allowing people to be the main character of their own lives yeah and it's like I know that I I can never be the main character in Liddy's life I could never be that I'm I'm fine with being a supporting uh second friend like the, the friend. you know like I'm okay with that and I know my place like I'm not out here trying to make decisions for you like this is your show you know and I'm just here just supporting you <laughs> and I'm just like it blew my mind because basically the way that conversation ended her response was like balls in your court and I said okay control alt delete I was like I don't you even need to see anything else and I was like anybody who's I really hate that I'm about to say this, but she was a Gemini. Oh boy. So that was, I hate to say that was already a red flag, flag. but <laughs> air, signs, <laughs> air signs in me. And no, on the conversation, we were talking about astrology and she was like, what sign do you think you're the least compatible with? And like me, I'm a little gullible and naive. I was like, air signs, I just can't. I think they, they would just, I'm a water mm-hmm. sign. It'd be like a hurricane. It'd be some Love shit all the time. Sign. And I was like, and she was like, damn, it's a Gemini 
Aries, Aquarius. Yeah, because yeah, I have zero oh, idea of like, the air, the moon, the rising sun. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. Because <laughs> I'm Gemini and Aquarius. You do. That's why you're sometimes problematic, but we don't have to put you on blast now right now. talking baby. about them got to go. But that means I gotta go too. But no, you're grounded. Your Capricorn grounds you. You're good. <laughs> you're like you're fine. <laughs> you can be here. Yeah, you're fine. But um, let me just because so, I know y'all don't know me on this podcast, but uh, I am. I guess well, some people might call it a serial monogamous, right? I've always been in a relationship. When I first decided that I was gonna try real hard to be single it it took a long time for me to actually be single like even just saying it out loud even after that I like somehow was still finding myself in relationships that I knew weren't gonna last I just was in it because I was like well let's just give it a shot like yeah (laughs) but like um I feel like a lot of uh a lot of that was like wanting to connect with people and like wanting to further my own knowledge of myself through other people because I feel like that's what dating is about right and dating has already turned into you know something else for us like I feel real reminiscent and real nostalgic when I watch um 90s shows like living single and Seinfeld fuck him but you know that show is I I like that show (laughs) and so um because the way that they view dating is so different even if you go back and watch the nutty professor this dude is steadily banging jenny jackson (laughs) or who knows actually if they're even having uh relations in the clumps but if you real if you notice he's like about to marry her spoiler alert from fucking 2000 but they they don't live together they're not engaged and he's still they're like on this weird type friend level and they're about to get married it's so weird yeah how people view dating back then and how they view it now like you could be going on dates every friday nobody's feelings are hurt you got your little black you got your little black book mm-hmm. and and you're just doing your thing right nobody's trying to get married everybody's just out here casually dating but now you know you text somebody a few times you're like oh we talking Y'all ain't even been on no date yet. This is why we took you for chicken fr- chicken wings and french fries and, and you say y'all go together. <laughs> Where's the growth in that? <laughs> you just unpack so much because it really boils. I was explaining to someone, I was like, all I really want is connection and learning myself through being in relationships with people. Mm. And they made it seem like I wanted to be a pimp named Slickback. I and wanted to be a pimp named <laughs> But you just said, like, casual dating, dating people and still choosing to be with a partner, um, if that's the way that it looks for you. But the way that you described it, the whole Nutty Professor thing, I was just like, it don't have to be complicated. And you don't own me. Why are you trying to I own me? Even if you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The one with the girl always chose him. You watched it the other day. Yeah, she always chose. You him. watched it. Always chose him. Oh, Ooh, you're talking about there. Love Hard. No, uh, not no, that not one. that one. Which one? Oh, that's the one with the dude that tries to catfish her in it. I watched it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the good. old one and the guy he had cheated. Oh, then, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> because okay so i was i was watching frida it's on hbo i watched it the movie about her life frida the painter i'm not gonna say her last name because i'll probably hear it but i watched that movie with selma yeah. i don't know how to say her last name either, but yes and she acted okay so she just to explain the context of what my sister is trying to to bring to the conversation is basically they decided to get married and they both knew what they were signing up for when they decided to go into this partnership together uh frida knew that diego was for the streets he was fucking these bitches he's fucking these hoes like to put it frank like he just did he was doing him but they chose to be together and she knew that he was like this and she was like i still choose you and so they're together. He's doing what he's doing on the side, but still coming home and being a good husband to Frida. And Frida's fine with that. She chose this, okay? It's not toxic. It, they, they chose it for each other, you know? And so she was doing what she was doing too. With, you know, what she, when she wanted to do it, she was doing it. And they were there for each other through all the shit, through the miscarriages, all that. They chose each other. It wasn't until Diego fucked up and had sex with her sister, sister that was the last straw she said you you gotta have boundaries boundaries yes but diego didn't know boundaries that was that's what his problem was mm -hmm. and so that was the last straw for her and the last straw for him was when she had sex with somebody else and so they both chose to separate for some time mm -hmm. it's, it's a little messy but it's it's the true essence of choosing partnership and choosing to connect with people Ooh. and live together. And so big words, boundaries, choices. Yes. <laughs> basically at the end, towards the end of her life, they choose to get back together. Hey, Parker. <laughs> they choose to get back together. And like he was already in California doing stuff with other people. And he was like, I want to be with you. I miss us. And so like during her last year few years of life they were together and like right before she passed away in the movie i don't know how accurate it is but i'm just speaking to what i watched in the movie they were together during her last days and like that's the person they wanted to be with that's the person they wanted to do life together with it's not about control or controlling each other or having um ownership of people because like we said we're our, we're both our own main characters we're both living our lives walking together and i love that they were both artists like um, visual artists. And so like they connected and bonded over that and always supported mm -hmm. each other in that way. But it's just like Diego did some shit. She did some shit. And they were able to let that be the past and live in the present and choose each other. This gonna have to be a two part episode because <laughs> you just brought up so many things. All right, one.